0: One thing that uh, the Lord has blessed us with is the ability to partner with different people and different organizations that are located all over the country and all over the globe. And we are able to partner with these people through financially giving to them, but also through our prayers. Um, It extends our reach, Our, our desire, what we do here is we make disciples, but we don't only want to see disciples made here in Massilon we want to see disciples of Christ made all over God's world and i love when i get the chance to talk with our partners because they always strengthen my faith as i hear their stories and as i hear how they have just made themselves available to follow God's call wherever that call uh, would lead them, and I got to have um, coffee with Tony K and Jim Schutz. Tony's here with us this morning, TK as they call her, and I was just I was extremely blessed. They got to this empty nest uh, phase of life, and they got to the place where God brought them to a place where they were just praying anything, right? Like they just made themselves available. God, whatever you want to do with us in this season of life. Probably didn't know that that would put them in Peru, but that's where they have landed. We're going to check out a video, and you're going to get a better idea of what they do before TK comes up and shares. Hola, Abundant
1: Life, Jim and TK here in Peru. I wanted to take a few moments to say thank you for joining with us in his work here in Chilca. As we thought about what testimony we could share with you guys, we thought we'd really love for you to experience some of what God's doing here through hearing from the hearts of our amazing staff team at Esperanza de Ana. Being
0: part of Esperanza de Ana has allowed me to realize and experience God's love through community worship. My desire was our children have the same opportunity as me. This year, we began a worship time on Monday afternoons. This allows us to bring our after-school students the gospel message through worship and teaching of the world. We want to teach our children that prayer and praise should hold a place of priority in our life.
1: Adapting to living in a different culture has been challenging, and the Lord is showing me how to trust Him for everything, and let go of things I thought I needed. For the children, starting the school year without understanding the language of their teacher was sometimes confusing, but they have learned quickly. The first few months they learned routines, to listen and follow instructions. They are learning to write their names and share how they feel. I know that they are experiencing the love of Christ through the bond that is formed between us. I've been working at Esperanza de Ana for almost two years. In that process, I've been getting to know more about God's love for us. I can really see God's work in this place and how He uses His means to just listen to the heart of every child and family through our staff. Each child and parent is learning that God is merciful. Nothing is easy but God is good in every moment. There is always so much work going on at Esperanza de Ana, that is why I love getting to be here. I love the business side that I get to do, but I really love the community that we have. We appreciate the churches that come each year to serve and the churches at home who pray and give. We are now working on our classroom expansion project and we're very excited to see what God will do through a school here at the Esperanza de Ana. The school will provide a better education and a safer environment for the children we serve. It will also give us the ability to reach out to more students and families with Christ's love through our staff. We are thankful for Vanessa and her heart to provide a worship service that all of our kids could attend, for Jocelyn and her courage to come and do this preschool pilot as we move toward opening a school for Brenda and Irma, who work closest with our mamas and daddies, for Dina and for David behind the camera. We wish you could meet each one. Thank you for your partnership. Please keep our staff members in your prayers as they do the
0: work through the ministry every day. Let's have TK come to the stage. Let's give her a warm, abundant life welcome. Good uh, to have you here. Um, how often do you get back to the United States? like how often does that happen for you guys?
1: For us, normally, we come back every fall to share testimony hmm. um, about the faithfulness of God and what he's doing there in Peru and gotcha and, and so fall and then we come back at Christmas time for grandkids
0: yes, yeah, fantastic. <laughs> mm-hmm. That, that was one of the challenging things for you and Jim, right? You have two boys, very about much the so. same age difference as my two little guys, but obviously they're grown now, and mm-hmm. and now grandkids are coming into the mm-hmm. picture. And so all of that was a part of the challenge of heeding this call, right? It
1: very much was. Yeah. It very much was. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: but God's been faithful uh, to you as you responded to it. And yeah, it's good that Anyways. you get back for for Christmas especially. So we get we get a picture of, you know, what you're mm-hmm. doing there. Mm-hmm. Um, when we talked and had coffee, you explained, that, uh, there are basically four main components mm-hmm. of what, com- you know, makes up your ministry there. Mm-hmm. Why, why don't you tell them what those are?
1: Okay. Well, first I just want to say um, greetings to everyone and how, how happy I really am to be here this morning as I was um, – looking forward to it, the, the best way that I could say is I felt really deeply satisfied in my soul because I knew I was going to come and stand here in Christ with you all. Um, your choice to send mission teams down to stand alongside us is sending Christ down alongside us. And so there is a family bond that has occurred And so while I have not met the majority of you, um, I knew, confidently knew that I would be standing in Christ in the family of God today. And that brought me, I cannot tell you, joy, peace, encouragement. Um, And so Jim, my husband Jim, who you cannot see, he's really handsome, (laughs) looks like this. Um, We both say thank you for the choice that you guys have made to walk alongside us. Um,
0: Yeah, we got a team going. Is it October here that you guys are going to to Peru to serve with with Mm -hmm. them? So, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's really exciting. There's a couple people here today that don't know they're going, but I'm pretty sure they're going. Mm -hmm. I've already kind of scoped them out. I won't (laughs) say any names. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to take over from here. (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah. Yeah, I'm totally good with that.
1: Okay, good. <laughs>
0: Are you going to do the sermon too? Because no, I know you can.
1: I probably could, but no.
0: Yeah. For <laughs> so real.
1: so just like Pastor Jason said, it was a little over. Shane. Shane. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. <laughs> but it's true. I do give people different names. That's all right. I, I often do that. A little t- over 10 years ago, God called Jim and I, and he told us to get rid of our stuff and be available to go and preach the gospel. And we did not as Shane said, mm. ever think it would be mm-hmm. foreign missions. Um, but he sent us to make disciples of Christ in Peru. And he sent us to do that um, through um, primarily nurturing and growing our national staff um, as they do the work of the ministry every day. And then also um, through the services that we offer, we have part-time residential care Um, We have an after-school program. We have a program where we're working directly with mamas and daddies, the families. And then we started a program called Launching Leaders, where we're really working with those young adults who are graduating high school and starting life. So you can look at them as four different programs, four different services, but really all they are are avenues to take the hand of an individual child, an individual parent, um, and disciple to follow Christ together with them. So that's kind of what we do and how we do it.
0: Mm -hmm. Tell us, you mentioned your nationals. So nationals are Peruvian people there that are with you, Mm -hmm. and they're helping you do this ministry. Um, are they all on staff, or are they volunteer, or how does that work? And how many are there?
1: We have um, about twenty um, national staff that work for us, and they are um, they are paid national staff. Sharing with not Jason, yeah. Shane. <laughs> right. um, the other day when we had coffee, you know, when you're when you're in um, kind of a social justice ministry, if you will. You can't just pick. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna work on the behalf of orphans and children, but we're gonna an, ignore the part of justice where we need to pay people just salaries for the work that they do. We need to give them full right. benefits for the work that we do, and so we do. We have national staff who. Um, you know they're never going to get rich because they work for a nonprofit, but but they get paid well, mm-hmm. um, and well deserving of the work that they do. They're caregivers, and if any of you work in caregiving roles, you know what an incredibly difficult, difficult and draining work it is. You know, and so a, a lot of our um, a lot of our time is spent in trying to build them up and encourage them yeah. and strengthen them to do the work of the ministry. Absolutely,
0: and you've seen some. God God, transforming them as you do that, right? There's been some real fruit. There. That is
1: true. And you, question that you had asked is what encourages us the most? And mm-hmm. as I thought about that, that that is what, what encourages us the, the most is seeing the transformative work of Christ in places that we don't expect it. You know, so our, our primary work is with children and families, Um but it's been in discipling and growing our national staff and seeing God do the transformative work in their lives that that we really, really get blessed. Um, We have our very first staff member. Her name is Dahlia. She came to work with us, and uh, she had zero sense of personal value. Um, She was um, traumatized as a child, which meant that she couldn't have children, and being a woman and not being able to have children meant she had zero value, mm. zero value. And and today, Dahlia um, is a leader um, in our organization, but she's also a leader in her little squatter village community where she lives. Um, her faith in Christ is strong and deep. Um, the other day, I was asking for people to share testimony, and, and she talked about, you know, walking home and the other day, and people come and saying, hey, you better hurry up, hurry. Um, they're robbing your house. And she got home, and they'd broken into her home and stolen quite a few things. And so she was sharing with us that morning, and I, I said, Dahlia, when did that happen? Because she's just calmly sharing us the story. And she goes, oh, well, that just happened this morning. She was the least bit shook because she knows whom she has believed in, and she's mm. persuaded that he's able. And so, so going from a woman that knew no value to a woman that is so confident mm. that somebody can walk in your house, mm. you know how violating, like personally violating that field, sure. stand there and say,
0: <sighs> yeah. so
1: that's the transform, you know, yeah. we do the work every day. But Christ transforms hearts.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's
1: the work only he can do.
0: And I love your focus on the leaders there because for the the sustainability of your ministry and for maximum impact, you've got to be able to multiply yourself, right? It can't just be you and Jim. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so – the nationals are going to have an in and a connection that you, not being a national, just right. not going to have, right? right? So I think it's wonderful. You off? Alf- you also um, remotely oversee a Christian school in Ecuador, right?
1: We do. We do yeah, as well. Yeah. So that's
0: another aspect of what you you do. Yes, Jim. Yeah. Yeah. And how many how many teachers staff are There's there? At least
1: twenty five staff there. A couple hundred kids. So we're getting ready to start um, a new school year. Um, over there in Ecuador, it our school has added. Finally, it started just as a little preschool. This year, we're adding the last year of high school. So this year, we'll have our first graduating class. Wow! At um, Nuevos Amigos School in Ecuador, so that's wow. you know that's pretty cool too. That's.
0: So that's a ton to oversee. It is. So you need prayer. Yes, we do. What? How can we be praying for you? Yeah, as and a I appreciate
1: that question. You know, the last two years, Jim and I have realized. You know, we've we've spent a good ten years, in some really intense, um, growing and building in in the ministries that he asked us to steward, and we have begun really raising up the leaders, um, that will. Be the ones that carry it on. We're not in any way thinking of of stepping away from from what we're doing there, um, but somehow stepping back into less administrative and more pastoral roles um, in in the ministries that we do. So I think yeah. the prayer is, you know, just it'll t- it's going to take for us some just some pretty strong decisions yeah. to make those steps yep. back. And so. Just praying that that we have wisdom in the timing of those. Yes,
0: absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. Let's pray for you. All right. Yeah. Lord, thank you uh, for TK and Jim. Thank you that you saw fit to connect us together with her, with your ministry through them. What a privilege it is to partner with them. Lord, I can only imagine the needs that these kids have, that the parents of these children have, the needs of these staff members that they lead and mm-hmm. pastor. And mm-hmm. Lord, we pray that there would be such a mighty w- wave of your spirit mm-hmm. upon their, both of those organizations, mm-hmm. the school in Ecuador and Esperanza de Ana and, and Peru. We pray that everybody involved this year would know you in Mm -hmm. a deeper way, that they'd be so rooted and grounded in your love, that they would all be like Mm Dahlia, who is anchored Mm -hmm. to you, the solid rock on which Mm -hmm. we can stand, Mm -hmm. and is living an unbreakable life because of it. We pray that that would be true for each kid, each staff member, each parent. We know that that all takes time. Help us to be patient with the process. Help mm-hmm. TK and Jim to know how to lead in such a way that this sort of discipleship takes place and happens. Lord, we do pray that you would give them great wisdom from above in terms of how they can um, transition into more of a pastoral Role versus being in the nitty gritty uh, details of the of the daily ministry. We pray also too that they've been extremely fruitful. You've allowed them to be extremely fruitful. May they find now times to abide in you, to rest a bit, so that they can be prepared for a new season of growth and abundance. Lord, we love you. Thank you for TK. Thank you that she would give her time to be here with us this morning. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Thank you. Let's give her a round of applause. I love it. Sometime... All right, so when I was talking with TK, here's what stood out to me. I told Mary this, my wife. Um, So she has two boys, and I asked, you know, like, I want to learn from someday Mary and I are just going to have to sit down with you and Jim. We want to learn from your mistakes. We want to learn from your uh, victories and, and parenting two boys, you know. And what she told us is that she wishes she would have taught her boys to walk by faith and not by sight more. That her boys would see her take, in Jim, see them taking risk for the kingdom, putting themselves in positions where only God could come through. Man, that is so good. Because we are always trying to do what's safe with our kids. We're trying to be in a place of comfort. We're trying to be in a, 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 we are we're trying to be in a place of really where we feel as if we don't need to depend on God, and so they need. And so what Jim said is that hey, my boys are really independent, which is great in some ways, but it, it was almost as if Jim was saying, "I wish I would have taught them to be." even more God-dependent, and I just, man, that has stuck with me. We're going to have conversations around, all right, how do we risk more with our boys? How do we put ourselves in situations as a family where God has to come through or we don't make it, and then they're going to leave our house Being independent, yes, in some ways, but being ultra God-dependent and okay with walking by faith and not by sight. If you pray for us as a family, pray for that. Pray for that.